the Ray's Rowdy Podcast, guys. I'm your host, Nikki T, here this week with Mr. Job Fortner. What's up? <laughs> Job, uh, uh, got to know Job a lot better since the last time we did a podcast, man. Yeah. That was, uh, man, what was that, like two years ago? Yeah, that was two years ago in Pittsburgh. Yeah. At, what's that? Jurgles. Jurgles. Yeah. Yeah, in the green room. And uh, now we live together. Now, now we're roommates <laughs> in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Job has to put up with all of my random Rage Rowdy merch in the yeah. house. <laughs> you couldn't have called that on the on the podcast that we did. There yeah. No way. <laughs> no. Like, yeah, we're going to be living together in yeah. Nashville tears. Yeah. Uh, what a crazy story that was, too, man. I mean, yeah. like, I was just like, hey, you know anybody looking for a roommate? I think I'm going to be able to at least move down part-time. And you were like, yeah. funny enough. Yeah, I got an extra room Yeah, here. it worked out perfect timing. Yeah, uh, man. Hey, I enjoy you, man. Yeah. I enjoy living with you. I appreciate living with it's you, too. It's been a great dude. thing, so. Yeah. You know, no bullshit. Well, uh, since since we've been 2020 in, Job and I have, like I said, gotten to know each other a lot better, and it's been a been a strange transition time for every artist, but yeah. some artists have gotten to release some music, which is the case with you as well. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's been a while. I didn't... I didn't know if I was going to be able to release anything during COVID. Yeah. Um, we actually recorded right when COVID hit a full band EP. Right. Um, but things being what they are and not being able to be on the road and not knowing what's going to happen with the music industry itself, um, I decided to to try and wait it out and see what was going to happen. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then it got later in the year. And I didn't want to spend any money, so yeah. <laughs> I had a little uh, what are these Focusrite interfaces? Yeah, and a microphone, and yeah, I was, tried to learn how to record. Dude, it was cool. So like when I came down here, you were kind of in the end of that process, right? Yeah. So you had already done some tracks, and you're still working on some. Yeah. So as I got here, Joe was literally learning how to play bass guitar. And yep. then tracking all of your own guitar tracks, yeah, and doing all of your own vocals, yeah. Um, most of the songs you had written, but I even got to see the writing of some of the tracks. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. We had here. some some buddies just come into town from yeah. Texas, uh, yeah. Awesome Mead and yeah, David Willie, Willie. And uh, yeah, that was an interesting thing. We were just like, hey, let's write a song. They just got done writing a song that day, actually, and they were like, you know, hell with it. Let's write a song. Let's drink some beers. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, that was when we wrote Beat the Record. Yep. And recorded Beat the Record. Yeah. <laughs> All on the same day. I was uh just chilling in the living room with Ryan Nelson while he was you guys you asked him to write. Yeah, that. I asked Ryan to jump in on the right actually. <laughs> and he was like, Nah man, I'm not feeling it right now and I was like, Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> and then he came to me, like two weeks later he's like, Damn, I wish I would have hopped in on that right. <laughs> That's kind of how it works, right? Yeah. Uh, opportunity isn't always there when it is. Sometimes you got to capitalize, yeah. or sometimes you got to go 
meet your uh, girlfriend and have a good night that way yeah, too, yeah. which is what Ryan did. It's crazy about the music world, you know. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. In any any moment. So. Yeah, and that's been one of the cool things about living here that I've seen is just like getting to know you and your crew a little bit better. You know, guys like Ben Chapman and Meg McCree, yeah. and Nate Frederick, and. We have jam sessions here yeah. sometimes at the house. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when uh, the Rona tape mixtape came out, um, you had some folks over and you know, had a little get together. Yeah. If you don't know, Joe Portner probably should have his own restaurant. I, I'm it would eating be a good dream. down here. Yeah. It would be a dream. My family actually has a restaurant. They do? Yeah. A little yeah. promotion for them, the Wagon Wheel in Dahlonega, Georgia. Yeah. Which is where yeah. you're from, which yeah. we talked about a little bit on the other podcast, but. Um, the other podcast we did was with like the whole band, right? It was with the full four piece and there was a lot yeah. of background noise there, even more than like the planes flying by here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. It was, uh, good times, good days. Yeah. Strange things you don't think about, right? Like yeah. at that time you probably thought you were going to be on the road forever without major stoppages. Yeah. Know? Yeah. I was ready to get to work no matter what and right. play wherever I had to play. Yeah. And, uh, it's been weird to not actually be able to play anything at all yeah and it's not up to you or right how hard you work or anything you right. just can't play yeah so 2020 had its own kind of things in mind um some of which um have helped some folks but i mean some things came out of this like yeah you know the rona mixtape probably wouldn't exist if it wasn't for how 2020 laid itself out yeah absolutely you know? probably wouldn't exist at all yeah yeah so there's songs that people are getting to see, you know, another side of you. Yeah. You know, other than like the hardcore Southern rock vibe, which I'm so stoked to be out. Oh yeah. Well, this is, this is just me being trapped in my room with whatever instruments I had and whatever tools I had. Yeah. And that's what the run mix tape is. It's just literally what I did for a little while. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was really cool learning how to do that. But man, there's some great songs on it. Some songs that I think that people are, you know, really connecting with and songs that I've seen you play like on live streams, like double wide dues, man, mm-hmm. you know, it's a powerful song. I've been playing that on Razor Rowdy radio. Yeah. Thanks man. And then, um, on top of that, you know, some songs like high, you know, that, yeah. that, uh, man, yeah, that wrote that with with Rob the, Snyder. Yeah. Rob that honestly, like when you played out acoustically, just number one, it's a great expression of your vocal range. Right. Yeah. But number two, it's just a fun song. Thank you, man. Yeah. And yeah. uh, it's cool to see you writing songs with Rob, who is, you know, one of my other favorites. We've had him here on the podcast as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, interesting times, but through those times, there's the, there's creativity still happening. You know, it's just in a little bit of a different format. Mm-hmm. And I think that this EP, Therona Mixtape, is doing well because the shows that you're playing right now are acoustic. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, that's not something I... Even think I was going to be able to do when I was creating the run of mixtape. Um, you know, I just decided to start booking these shows just because I had no other income coming in. Yeah. And it timed up perfectly with putting this run of mixtape out. Mm-hmm. And I can actually, you know, give people the acoustic experience of, of what's going on on the run of mixtape. So, yeah. Yeah. I think know. if you if you hear your acoustic show... Yeah. And this is number one. Someone can come to the acoustic show knowing some more of the, the yeah. tracks. You know what I mean? On top yeah. of the stuff that you already have recorded. Yeah, and a big thing for me, like, you know, the first EP, those are all songs that I wrote in Nashville with my friends. Yeah. Um, but that was a time when, you know, I was just getting into the music scene and I was just trying to figure out my thing. Yeah. And 
I think, you know, the new sound for me is just being real. That's yeah. what I want to be. I want when you come to the show and what I play to be what you hear on the recordings. Yeah. So, you know, I think that's going to be the new goal for me and my music. Really. Yeah. So. And I think both uh, projects are a good expression of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, the Rona mixtape is a good expression of you as, you know, w- when you're playing solo shows. And then I think, you know, the, the Southern Rock EP is a good expression of like what your full band live show sounds like right yeah so it's cool to have both pieces of that yeah you know and um hopefully you'll get to drop the new project sometime here in 2021 yeah yeah that's what i'm hoping for man like it would be great to have have one of the songs out to you at least by summer yeah. so yeah um that's a big goal um and yeah it's uh hopefully we can get some full band shows yeah going. absolutely so, uh we're working on getting some stuff down at Florabama. heck so yeah that'll be It'll be a good good time down at the beach. Yeah, so. and that's uh, man. At this point, it's like just getting the band back together has to feel good. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like just getting the boys back together and just making that music. It's gonna together. be nice. Yeah, it's gonna be real good. Man, Florabama. Uh, have you you have you played there before? Or no, no, not yet. No, no. I've heard but, crazy uh, things about it there. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be posting some shows uh, for the spring uh, there. Heck and, yeah. Uh, It'll be acoustic stuff to yeah. go with the run of mixtape. And, nice. And kind of get that vibe down there, and uh, then I'll come back full band at the end of summer. Heck so, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. you've been, uh, I've, of course, gotten lucky enough to see you play some shows around town, and uh, we yeah. actually went up to Pittsburgh to do a house concert. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a wild night. That was a pretty fun time. <laughs> you got to meet like the extended family raised rowdy crew, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. Yeah. I don't know then... if anybody saw that story, but it was <laughs> <laughs> some nice neon little Halloween face costume. Paint and... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some good times. <laughs> nice little Halloween costume party. Yeah. <laughs> Probably a few too many beers, but that's how it usually <laughs> yeah. goes up there in Pittsburgh. Yeah. But yeah, it's been cool to see, you know, since you've been down here, I know that you've had a lot of changes in your world. Um, you know, you got a brand new manager, yeah. Randy, yeah. Um, from Sapco. Sapco Music. Yeah. Um, who I've gotten to meet too. You you guys go golfing a lot. and We do, yeah, yeah. Me and, me and Randy hang out pretty good. And uh, yeah, Randy comes from New York. Yeah. He's a... He's a New York rock, rock and roll kind of the guy, and yeah, um, you know we have we have the same love for the same music, and you know, uh, kind of what the music industry is about and what music is about. So, yeah, um, I'm excited to what we're gonna do. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, he's a, a guy that I think you know sonically understands what you're trying to do. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And I think the stuff that you know he did in the past, the, you know, the big rock artists that he worked mm-hmm. with. Um, he has a good wealth of experience that'll help you. You know what I mean, kind of. Yeah, I hope so, man. Live in the world you want to live sure. in. Yeah, I think we're gonna do some good stuff, man. So yeah, we're we're both very excited about what's coming this year. Heck yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's uh, let's talk about some of the tracks on Rona mixtapes. Yeah. So um, we talked slightly about Beat the Record, which you wrote, you know, in the room. Yeah. Uh, which I think is a cool vibe, a uh, little bit different than probably anything else that you've dropped, right? Yeah. Or even probably a lot of stuff that's in your catalog. It is. It's a different vibe. Uh, it kind of, John Mayer's always been a very big inspiration for me. Yeah. Uh, metaphorically in his writing and also um, big fan of the blues. So. Yeah. 
you know, that that had big John Mayer feel for me and uh that immediately uh attracted me to the song and then yeah. you know um what the song's talking about I think you know being a guy that's dealt with relationships you know from afar and things like that you know it can be difficult being on the road and trying to have a relationship and yeah you know that that's where this song comes for me so yeah, yeah. I think it's cool it's like it's probably like you know the the sexiest song that you've dropped to date, right? And it's a uh, yeah, I don't know many like love real, songs. Yeah, <laughs> and it's kind of like a breakup song. But it's kind of like a love song as well, you know. Yeah, so. but it's real, and I yeah. think that's the cool part about it. Like yeah. lyrically, like it's relatable because everyone's kind of been in that in between, yeah. right? The the one person's taking it further than the other, wants yeah. it to be further than the other. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. that. It's that limbo of what, that's what really like love is a lot of times, yeah. you know, Yeah. it's, it's not always everyone's at the same place, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. this can be whatever you want it to be, or mm-hmm. it can be nothing, mm-hmm. but maybe I wanted it to be nothing at first, but now that's not where I'm at. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think, I think that's why for me, it's, it's pretty relatable. You know, it's yeah. a, it's a song where if you really pay attention to the words, it's something that you can see yourself being in or you have been in, yeah. you know, absolutely. or if you haven't, you know, your friends that have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. I, think, I really enjoyed that song a lot. That was, yeah. That was a good time. And, uh, David really put guitar on that and just sounds great. Completely crushed it. I mean, everything, everything that day on that recording was pretty much first take. Yeah. Uh, and when I say first take, you know, you get used to the song. Yeah. Then you take your good take. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, a lot of the recordings were kind of like that, uh, except for my bass playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. That kind of took yeah. took its time to get took there. Took its time to get used to. It's <laughs> definitely not a guitar. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's funny. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, if you can play guitar, you can play bass. And yeah. It's not exactly how it works. Yeah. You can figure it out if you put enough time well, into yeah, it. Yeah, you can, you can ding-dong around. Right. And everything, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. But, you know, if you want to play some good stuff, I think, you know, you got to have touch. Yeah, so. yeah, it's uh, it's cool to see that come to life, and let's talk about all the way, which is the, the initial song on the uh, yeah. EP. That's, That's the first one we out. did. Yeah, yeah, I just gotten the the interface, and the microphone from Guitar Center, and uh, came home and plugged it in. I called up Ryan Nelson. I'm like, Yo, come over, like, let's do something cool. <laughs> so we he came over and we got high as shit and uh, started. You know, I've been in a studio before, so I've seen how guitars are mic'd, and I, I know what a good, you know, mic guitar sounds like. I, right. You know, I feel like, so, I just had to do the same mic mic placements that I saw and in, in the studio, and you know, and me and Ryan just started recording, and he has produced stuff before. Yeah. Yeah. So he had that experience of right. like where to put things, and I was just like going out on the whim because I never messed with the equipment before I was just like, fuck it, let's do this. <laughs> let's try this out. Yeah. So it was cool. We got some really cool shit on, on all the way. I feel like there's yeah. a lot of sonic sounds going on in the background. Yeah. And, stuff, so. and yeah. man, uh, I think, I think like that's a standout track and it, I think it's a great statement when you open that project with it. You know yeah. what I mean? It's uh sonically, I think it sets a tone for what you're coming, got coming. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's, but it's not too different from the stuff you released before or the stuff that you're going to be releasing after. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just a time and place where I'm at. Yeah. I'm in a relationship right now and yep. 
like you know it's just it's tough you know you want things to work yeah you wish you could just take off you know but it's just not that easy yep all the time so. life is a lot more complicated than that yeah. for sure yep yeah but uh yeah i'm stoked about the song man and like i said me and ryan nelson both played some instruments he played bass on that one and uh yeah it was fun man and you've been getting to do a few uh shows other than the you know the private gigs too so i know yeah. you're still booking private shows right now to, yeah through, I'm booking right? house parties yeah yeah so booking house parties or like bonfires and stuff like that yeah house parties bonfires and um, just why don't you tell you people know. if they are interested in that what yeah so i have a, a booking email uh job fortner booking at gmail.com yeah and uh you can just contact me there and um you know we'll just do whatever we can to get a show together yeah you know like i, I want to go out and play for people you know they want to hear the just music. as bad if they want to hear it you know yep um i think it's try an to, interesting try time. to work something out you know yeah i think it's an interesting time because you know there's artists like like you and others that are doing that right yeah. and probably no other time in their life would they have that availability to be able to do those kinds of things yeah so it's a it's an interesting time for the consumer to build uh to to have a little shindig or have you know whatever area you hear miss rona rolling around it's just into (laughs) everything right now yeah (laughs) would you sit down she, uh, Rona is the namesake of the EP, but yeah. also a beautiful little dog that Job got during quarantine, right? Yeah, I got her, uh, February. Yeah. She's a blue healer. And, she is uh, pretty. I've gotten to, uh, learn to love her as well, man. Yeah, she's, she's a, a good dog. She's a good pup. She's very inquisitive. Yep. And yeah, right now is right. messing with everything. <laughs> but... <laughs> But yeah, I think, like I said, it's people that have been doing like bonfire shows or little house gigs, you know what yeah. I mean? Or even playing, you know, smaller venues that, you know, that have the cap of whatever that area's restrictions are. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a, it's a strange time for live music because the, the big shows aren't happening. Yeah. But that makes the shows that you do have so much more powerful for so many more people. Yeah. You know? And it's intimate. Yeah. You know, like you really get to spend time with people that care about what you're doing. Yeah. And, you know, everybody's just trying to, to get further, you know, down, down the road in life. And, uh, you know, I think that they see that from me and I, I get to see it from them and, yeah. and to see their true support, it always is awesome. I, I you know, I'm, I'm, I love hanging out, playing music all yeah. night long. I, if you want to hear it, I'm there. You yeah. Know, so, and we, uh, we've, gotten to see Job play some writers rounds that are been happening. Mm-hmm. Our buddy Matt from In the Round. Uh you played last night. Played last night, yeah. yeah. <laughs> After a couple beers, but yeah. it's all right. You said I did fine. You so. did great. Yeah. <laughs> you still had one of the best voices, you know that's how good. But uh it's cool to get to be a part of the scene now, you know, and um Job yeah. is actually playing our first, which at this time that this comes out of what I've already happened. But our yeah. first ever Rowdy on the Row at Live Oak, man. Thanks so much it, for I that. I hope it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. It's like time travel. Yeah. <laughs> and, man, it's you build a killer lineup for that, too. You know, a lot of your closest friends. Yeah. You know, talk yeah, about some uh, of those Ben folks. Chapman and yeah. 
Matt Daniels coming back. Yeah. He, uh, he used Lane. to be my old roommate. Yeah. That's and uh, he moved to Seymour, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> the murder mattress. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and so then uh, Matt's going to come back from Seymour, Texas, where he's living now. And uh, Ben Chapman. Who's releasing his first tunes coming up and will yeah. be a guest on the podcast here shortly, too. So it's going to be a pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. Round. And old, old Nate Frederick. Nate Frederick. Yeah, man. That's a Nate's, that's a good line. Nate's dropping a record right yeah. now. It's, it's freaking awesome. We just premiered Paducah, his first single off the project, over on Rage Rowdy a day before it dropped. Great Some track. good driving music. Is that about Paducah, Texas or Paducah, Kentucky? Who knows? I don't know. Maybe, maybe both. Paducah, Kentucky's pretty close. Yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> we were there the other night, weren't we? Yeah, pretty close, yeah. <laughs> but I've gotten to be out a little bit with Joe at a few shows, um, and it's cool seeing, like, you were talking about fans interacting. Yeah. Like, that guy that was at that last show, man. Oh, He was man. so stoked. He saw What's you open up name? for Kojo. Koi, I think. Yeah, Koi, yeah. like the fish. Yes. It's Koi, man, he was a cool dude. Dude, we pulled up in the parking lot, and he was blasting <laughs> playing Gypsy. I was just sitting there in his flatbed. Dude, he's like, been sitting here three hours, man. <laughs> but, dude, it's it's got to be cool to see that, right? Like, Oh, to see man, it. it's so awesome, man. Yeah. It makes people it all worth it. it, man. Yeah, people that dig it. And Let's then you, me know I'm still reaching people, man. Yeah. And, and that's that's what it's all about to me, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting. I mean, you you had like a little bit of a different setup, and now you're kind of, you know, with Randy doing kind of your own thing. And yeah, let's yeah. talk about uh the release of the Rona mixtape. Yeah, you you released it online, and we were wondering if it was gonna come out. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I I did everything on GarageBand. Yeah, and I checked all my data and all everything I was uploading. Yeah. Uh, to TuneCore, and TuneCore came back and red flagged it. I think they had a computer machine checking it or something. Maybe. Yeah. Well, this guy contacts me. I was like, hey, man, like, what's wrong with this stuff? This is how I recorded it. You know, I checked everything. It, it seems to be right. He's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I was like, okay, cool. So it's going to come out now? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> is it going to come out this day? He's like, yeah, it should. And I'm like, yeah, it should. <laughs> or it will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so, like, it, I never got a real answer, and it was supposed to come out in November. Yeah. <laughs> and it didn't end up dropping till what, December 8th. Yeah. I remember we yeah. were, like, like hanging out till midnight, like, ah, is it going to come out? <laughs> I did a podcast with Daniel Donato yeah. the day that it was supposed to come out. Yeah. Actually. And on that podcast, he's like, so is it coming out? And I'm like, maybe it comes out tonight. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's uh, yeah it's part of it man i don't know man (laughs) that's that's part of it though you You know know, like like, you gotta figure it out when you're figuring it out i did the best i could man i i I tried yeah well i think we got it out again man like if you're if you're your first time uploading that stuff to it right now you know right like now you know what you have to check yeah 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 until you know until you know you didn't know before you know so (laughs) but yeah it was it was interesting trying to to mix everything and, and like yeah it's a whole different beast master and and i recorded it all and it's my vocal so it's just right. like you know eventually after like eight mixes i was like all right i'm gonna just put this out this is it yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is right all right <laughs> this is, I'm, just, I'm just going with it that's funny so you know um yeah it was a learning experience and uh it's it's literally like i feel like it captures the moment where i was in 2020 you know? yeah so 
And I think it's cool too because it it's another tool in your tool belt now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's another thing that you have that you learned how to do. Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of music is that, right? It's mm-hmm. you didn't know how to use your voice the way you use it now until you did it. Yeah. Right? You didn't know how to play guitar until you did it. You didn't yeah. know how to play bass until you did it. Yeah. You know, you didn't know how to record tracks until you did it. Yeah. You know, so it's you're gonna go out of this crazy messed up year with more tools in your tool belt than you had coming in, man. Yeah. You know, and I think that's one of the silver linings of mm-hmm. uh, strange years, specifically for the music industry like we've had, is that you're going to come out of it with good stuff. Yeah. You yeah. Know? I mean, yeah, it was either a time to hunker down or, or do something. Yeah. So. Yep. And uh, I know writing's been weird. A lot of people did you know, Zoom rights, and I know you've had some rights like over the house. Yeah. Um, here and there. I, uh, Outside I, I rights. I did one Zoom right. Yeah. <laughs> That was my last one. Yeah, you didn't like it? No, I did not like it. Um, I did, you know, I liked the song a lot, but I just didn't feel like, you know, it was hard for me to connect. Yeah. Feel like I could contribute, you know, to the vibe. It's it's all a vibe for me when I write. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not really a formula kind of guy. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't know. We were talking, you know, when I moved in, you're like, man, I'm just trying to get good songs when I write. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not, you're not searching for anything. You're not, you're just trying to make a good song and make the best song you can. Yeah. You know, and like writing for the radio is a different thing. I went through, yeah. you know, a year of having a pub deal yeah. and, um, that was a really awesome thing and a whole different world of mm-hmm. experiencing writing, um, with really experienced and credible writers. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's been a different experience. And then, you know, after that pub deal was up, I was just like, I want to focus on getting some music out. And that yeah. was around a mixtape. Yeah. Basically. And, uh, a lot of those songs are written during COVID and, yeah. and recorded that day pretty much. So. Yeah. I think it's cool. It's again, it's like a statement stamping timepiece, like you said, you know? Yeah. And then on the back end of that, you got the, you know, full EP that mm-hmm. you got produced yeah 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 i can talk about that uh <laughs> gary gary stanton hell yeah um from musk and bloodline yeah from musk and bloodline and uh yeah he has a lot of experience recording with musk and bloodline and and uh they did really good stuff and and i like more rock and vibes and mm-hmm. and gary definitely comes from a rock and roll yes scene so for sure um comes from punk rock and you know heavy metal rock and and different things like that so you know, he was like, dude, he, you know, we played shows together. He saw me play full band and he's like, dude, I really know what you want to do. Like, you know, you want to do what you're doing on stage basically. Yeah. You know? So he's like for, for months and months and months, we tried to get in the studio together. And, um, after moving some pieces around, you know, we got in there and, and, uh, recorded five songs yeah and they sound really really good they in do. my opinion to yeah. you know what well, i was going for yeah uh i believe i couldn't have you know picked a better guy to work with in yeah. a better studio so amber sound was awesome so 
yeah the project turned out amazing of course i've gotten to hear it before everyone else because i'm here (laughs) (laughs) yeah job job doesn't send it to folks but he will play it for you (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um but man it's it's cool because again like even your early project that wasn't what your live show sounded like you know yeah that was kind of like when you were just trying to figure out who you were and what you Mm -hmm. were trying to do this that project sounds like what you sound like yeah yeah i think a big turning point for us in the band was like really going out on the west coast yeah touring with the band like whiskey Whiskey myers Myers. yeah Yeah. you know so that's does to see those guys put on the show they do and the experience that they have uh it it just pushes you to be better yeah and that's what they did for us and yeah uh, their guitar works insane yeah i mean vocally cody's amazing oh yeah um and their live show you can't look away (laughs) no yeah like you can't look away not for a second it's my favorite show yeah yeah it's uh by far you've gotten to be on stage with some freaking killer acts man i mean you got you know whiskey myers cody johnson who you were on some runs with and yeah cadillac three man like some of my favorite bands you know (laughs) and i know some of yours as well it is man it's uh I don't know, man. It's it's so crazy. I I sit down and think about it sometimes. You know, I'm always moving so fast. I feel like yeah. you know those things just happen, and then we're on to the to the trying to do the next thing. Yeah. And uh, you know, just to sit here and think about it, it's crazy. It's, yeah. It's you know, I'm I'm beyond blessed. Uh, doing exactly what I want to do. So. Yeah. What you believe. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> what I believe. Yeah. <laughs> name of the EP. Yeah, which is the name of the EP hopefully coming sometime in 2021. Yeah. Hopefully. Cross our fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I know you're... I guess you're, we'll uh, have to work it out with TuneCore. So. Yeah. <laughs> so it actually comes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, also, I would like to toot my own horn here a little bit that I started trying to make Job a hat guy when I moved in, and yeah. he's officially a hat guy now, and I love it. Yeah. yeah, dude, that hat you have on right now is amazing. Tell tell people. Yeah, about that. Um, my people down in Chattanooga. Yeah, yeah, uh, they are freaking awesome. Uh, they are uh, Rowdy Cow Brand, and uh, they do some freaking awesome stuff. Uh, they shaped this hat from just a crushed up old hat. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I've never had a hat fit my head so well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it really looks great, it, too. Man. I think it fits your vibe. Like, they yeah. knew who you were when they were making that You know, hat, like, so. I I stopped wearing baseball caps because I grew my hair out. Yeah. And then they just push off my head on stage all the yep. time. It's freaking annoying yep. shit. So then I lost the cap. But then, you know, my hair gets all on my face. And I'm, like, eating my hair while I'm like choking on my hair while I'm swallowing and shit. Yeah. I'm like, this is annoying. So, you know, this seems to work better for me. Yeah. yeah. I think it's good. I think it's a good look. Yeah, man. I'm, I don't, I'm not a cowboy yeah. <laughs> or anything. Right. Like, well, it's, like, it's not a cowboy hat. It's not a cowboy know? hat, man. Um, you know, so I, I totally, no disrespect to any cowboys out there. Yeah. But, you know? It's just not who you are. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my thing. Yeah, I think it's a a cool vibe, and specifically like seeing you on stage, like with an acoustic shows and stuff like that. It's like, yeah. it's like okay, this guy, that's the musician. You know what I mean? Like, like that's the guy that's gonna be doing this damn thing. Oh yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, man, I feel I feel comfortable in it. Yeah, yeah, it looks yeah. good. And uh, 
Anything you guys got planned for 2021? So you got those Floribama shows, some acoustic, hopefully yeah, cool band after yeah, that. Yeah, we're playing, uh, I guess, will this be out by the time we play Zydeco, maybe? Dude, yeah, probably will. So yeah, yeah we'll be playing Zydeco yeah. the 29th in Birmingham, Alabama, and yep. uh, Rome Brewing Company in Rome, Georgia, yeah. the 30th. So, yeah. With Ryan Nelson. Mr. Ryan Ray, Nelson. Ray's Rowdy, a man. Yeah. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the Rowdy on the Row logo uh, for our Raiders round that we're starting. <laughs> He's the face of Ray's Rowdy. He's now, literally dude. the face of Ray's Rowdy now. <laughs> it's a picture of Ryan holding a sign that says, Will, Will sing for beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's pretty perfect. I mean, it's it's good. Ryan's probably one of the rowdiest mofos in town, too. Yeah. I mean, you know that. You're, you've been friends with him longer uh, than I have. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I lived in his garage. So. Yeah. <laughs> It's a crazy story, man. Uh, how all you guys just like, you know, are grinding and working and, yeah. you know, getting as far as you can. And sometimes it's a, like, we've talked about the buzz, you know, and like yeah. when you played our first whiskey jam takeover that we did, yeah. like the, the whole room was there to see Joe Bortner, dude. And it was like amazing. That was a know? good energy, man. Dude, it was crazy. Yeah. And yeah, you know, like people screamed Georgia after when oh, you didn't yeah. play it in your three song set and made you play it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, goes the, the times always for every artist goes up and down and up and down. Yeah, and it's, man, it's uh, a crazy roller coaster, man. It's just, it's good to start seeing that start back on the upswing. Yeah. Know? Yeah. 2021. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, we got some more music coming out. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, it's gonna do some good stuff. I hope it's, uh, it's one of those things where it's like when someone sees you live, they know exactly what they're going to get vocally, right? Like yeah. they know the power that you have in your voice if so. they know you. Yeah, right? I hope so. Right. And if they don't, they're always like, wow, who the hell is that guy? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's cool to see like when you play out and around, mm-hmm. like some folks that don't know maybe who you are or what your sound is and immediately stop talking and look, <laughs> you know? <laughs> There's not a lot of folks in town that have that kind of power. Yeah, yeah. I mean, somebody talked about it last night, you know, when the room's quiet. Yeah. You know, when you can make a room quiet. It's a good feeling, yeah, for any songwriter. It's powerful, so yeah, yeah. But, Last man. night was fun, man. Yeah, we had one a... too many beers, maybe, but yeah. it was okay. L- little whiskey. I saw a video. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, I was the DD. Maybe a little like, slow. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, hey, Job, I'm going home. You want to ride? He's like, I'm gonna stay out and party some more. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens. You that's know. the difference between that rock star life and this <laughs> desk job life. <laughs> like, yeah, I gotta be up at six. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. uh, it's it's cool to you know be a little piece of that world, even though I'm not like fully in the world. <laughs> but I appreciate you welcoming me into your home, man. Yeah, man. It's introducing awesome. me to more great music guys like austin mead i probably would have never known if it wasn't for you turning me on to that music man yeah austin's austin's got some good stuff some yeah. rock and roll if you like rock and roll check it out yeah man some great texas rock and roll yeah reed southall band down there yep. did some touring with those guys yeah that was some good times for sure it's uh it's one of those things where you know everybody has different opinions on what they like musically right but if you're talking about what Job likes, it's pretty easy to see why his music sounds the way it does. You know, yep. there's a there's a distinct line between the music that you enjoy and that you think is the best music out there, and what your sound sounds like. Yeah, you know, so yeah. it's cool to see that. It's if if you're wondering if it's authentic, it sure as hell is. Yeah, <laughs> appreciate you, man. Absolutely, man. 
Yeah, man. It's all about being real to me, I, I feel like. Uh, Agree. You know, I when I was trying to figure it out, uh, somebody said something to me about yesterday about Red, White, and Blue Jeans. And, uh, you know, it's just not a song that I didn't write. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was on, out on the road with Luke at the time and, and uh, opening up for a lot of people, and I didn't have any music out. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I'd written at that point was Georgia. Mm-hmm. And it was a very slow, long song. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody thought that it was smart to put it out. Right. Basically. So we put out Red, White, and Blue Jeans. And uh, Who but, wrote you know, that? Uh, who did write that? Um, Tyler Reeve. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I think, again, dude, like, how old were you when you put that out? 20, I guess. Yeah. Which is crazy to think about, right? You know, but <coughs> who at 20 years old has a good idea of who they are? I, I can, know. I can yeah. tell you. I sure I'm going to grab a beer. Yep. So, yeah, um, at, you know, 20 years old, I didn't really know what I was doing. Yeah. Um, I kind of got my start in music playing in dorm rooms and playing open mics. That was really it for me. I just did cover songs, you know, and um, after I wrote Georgia, I was like, you know, this might be something I really want to do. Yeah. Because it was just a different... I saw people show a different reaction to what I was doing. I was like, yeah. people are like actually into my shit yeah. right now. <laughs> like, not just your voice, not just the yeah, cover not songs me just playing. doing a cover song. You right. know, like if I could just write more songs like this, yeah, you know, maybe I got something. So then it just became the whole journey that it was, and you know, starting to get on the road with Luke Combs and doing that whole thing was nuts i mean that's yeah, a crazy to way see. to start off i mean yeah you got to see like the, the when, when i first started the shows are very small yeah some were big uh maybe a thousand people or so but i mean there was definitely nights where there was nobody at the show yeah and it was luke combs you yeah know, doing his thing and to see them guys go through that and, you know it, it taught me a lot so yeah um about what being on the road is really yeah, so. yeah. What the ups and downs look like? Right? Yeah, what those yeah. swings feel like? You mm-hmm. know, playing to people that are singing your words back, and then the next night maybe playing to thirty people that don't know anything that you're doing. You yeah, know? and I think that's the that's the road life as a musician, right? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and just keeping positive too. You know, yeah, and not not letting little things on the road ruin your whole weekend. Yeah, you, know? you really got to learn to just like be chill <laughs> yeah all the time <laughs> yeah with everything i think that makes sense <clears throat> you know like everybody's frustrated on the road right you know most times everybody is hungry or either ate too much fast food <laughs> or <laughs> always you know it has definitely doesn't have enough sleep and uh you know it gets stressful and sound guys are stressed when you show up you know things are not working right or whatever uh and then people band members get stressed and you just can't let it you know, get beat you up. So yeah. that's Luke and them are always really positive. That was one thing. So, you know, taught me to keep keep doing that too. Yeah. So and it's cool to get that, you know, like you said, at such an early age where you're just you're just shaking things around trying to figure out what's you, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure those shows and those that insight, you know, helped you and will continue to help you throughout your career, you know. Yeah. 
times, young times, is, dumb times. Sometimes you wouldn't change for anything. You know? <laughs> one of the guys is Williford. Yeah. Williford was a big mentor for me Yeah, on the road. Like, he didn't talk to me for, like, probably the first two or three weekends. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I was just a new kid on the road, and I didn't know shit. Because yeah. I didn't know shit. <laughs> right. And, you know, then eventually, I think he watched some of the show, and then, you know, he'd dip out before my set was over, and I wouldn't see him, and then... You know, he'd come up to me and be like, never do that again. <laughs> or some shit, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we just became really close after time, I feel like. And, yeah, Rob Wilford's a good dude, man. Yeah. And uh, he's, he still still tells me exactly how he sees it, you know? So, yeah, I think, respect that. I think that's one of the things that makes Rob Rob. Right? Yeah. Like, he will tell you what he thinks good, and he'll tell you if he doesn't think it's good, right? Like totally. I've seen, I've seen people pitch him ideas for songwriting and him be like, man, you should write that, but not with me. You know? <laughs> and that totally. doesn't, that doesn't mean he doesn't think it's a good idea. It's just not something he wants to help put in the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's uh it helps you see a guy that's doing it and has, you know, you know, CMA noms on songs he's written and yeah. you know what I mean? And has, you know, success as a songwriter and, you know, as a guitar player and as a, just a person in country music and it's yeah. uh someone to look up to and you know kind of see some of the mistakes they made some of the successes they made and mm-hmm. you kind of figure out where your path is with the help from that path you yeah. know yeah man rob's rob's a wise man yeah <laughs> yeah of nashville I yeah feel like i've gotten to hang a little bit with rob as well um yeah. you know i'm sure it doesn't hurt that i'm your roommate <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh it's uh it's one of those things where you, you really see someone's mind a little bit more when you're not just out at a show with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is all the experience I've had before. Yeah. Um, you get to see like what that person's really into musically. Um, some of the songs that they have that they don't, that haven't put out. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like you just get a little bit more in depth on what that person, how their mind works, mm-hmm. you know? And it, for musicians specifically, I think that's super cool. Yeah. Because musician brains don't work the same way that regular brains work. <laughs> They're very different. Totally different brains. <laughs> They're totally <dude>. different. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very different thing, you know. I just think we're deep thinkers. Yeah, a lot of A it. lot of my friends that I'm really close with are deep thinkers. Yeah. And I can call them, and I do call them all the time, and we talk for 20 or 30 minutes on the phone, you know. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's just how I am. I've always... I've always been a deep thinker, and I think most most guys in the music industry are deep thinkers. Yeah. I feel like. It's crazy that you say that, because I agree with that, but I also think that musicians and people in the industry also will ride a feeling, right? Like, if something yeah. feels right, or if something feels like it's what their path is right now, they'll ride that. Yeah. Um. So, like, I think it's kind of like both sides of it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You have very insightful, and I think... The songwriting process has to help with that, right? Yeah. That helps you get insightful with yourself as well as other people's stuff, right? Yeah. Where else can you have someone tell you the inner workings of their lives because you're writing a song with them? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, But also, when something feels right or when something feels like it's the thing, a musician, I think, knows to do it or knows to ride that when the time's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's just part of the uh the adventure of songwriting you know mm-hmm. moving to town and 
everything that it, that it involves and going off with a new sound or doing something on stage you never done before. Yeah. You, know? you got to do it. I feel like to discover, I mean, if you don't, you're never going to grow. So yep. it's just agree with that. Very simple for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's try it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, thanks so much for, uh, for sitting down with me again. Yeah. And we're going to be doing this more. Maybe we'll bring like some of the boys in too and like do them together with some of the crew. Oh, sounds fun. I think that'd be dope. Have us a little beer party. Yeah. We we have those. We have a kegerator here uh, that I brought down when I moved to town and I have all the folks that come over. And we never keep beer in it because we drink it. We drink it so fast. <laughs> <laughs> we were getting a little sixlets. It's like shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think we realized that those sixlets aren't the move. Like we need to, we probably need to just up and get the big keg. Yeah, <laughs> those little six slits—they seem nice, and that seems like thing, a lot of beer. The thing it just turns into a challenge. Yeah, you know, so. <laughs> how fast can we drink this this weekend? <laughs> I don't think we've ever had one that's lasted longer than a week. <laughs> Definitely not. We just drink straight through it. I'm like, oh, it's morning time, orange juice and beer. <laughs> yeah, man, it tastes so good though. Yeah. yeah. I definitely get jealous of the things that Jeb can partake in in the morning when I am working at my desk in the living room. <laughs> he cracks hey, a beer. Man. Everybody starts your day their own way. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Well, guys, make sure you follow Job. You'll get to see when the new music's dropping, also the shows that he has coming up on his social media. And don't be afraid to reach out for a house show. Yeah. Some of my favorite experiences have come from house shows, man. One of them being Ooh, Joe's yeah. on Halloween. That such is a great, quite a story. Such a great story. <laughs> Wish we could tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but, man, thanks so much for uh, sitting down with me here at your uh, dining room table. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's yours as well. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, talking to all the folks that listen to this all a yeah. couple hundred of them yeah yeah man <laughs> about the music yeah thank you so much for your uh, support man. dude absolutely yeah. and job's gonna be on another podcast the gaining fast on memphis podcast oh yeah um coming up here on the rage rowdy takeover month oh. here in february so make sure you check that out i'm gonna be on there as well as ryan nelson who we talked about and our other good friend styles Hari too yeah so Guys, thanks so much for listening. Make sure you follow and download the Rona mixtape. Don't just download it on Spotify. Go yeah. over to iTunes and you know pay that five six bucks and grab it for them. Please. That uh that helps pay the rent here at the Rays Rally House for Joe. We like milks, milk and bread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can get more of those good steaks that Joe cooks. Yeah. yeah. And guys, thanks so much for listening and paying attention. Um, make sure. That you subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already and download it. That really helps us. Any ratings on iTunes helps us a ton too to get this to more folks. And I'm Nikki T, and we'll see you in the front row. All the good old days. You don't have to explain it. It's just